Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Friends Missing Friends, where it's just me and you. Today, I want you to know that you are not overreacting. Maybe people are telling you that you're stuck in your grief. Maybe people aren't recognizing your grief at all. Maybe your inner voice is telling you that you're overreacting or that you're crazy or too sensitive or that you should have moved on by now. Maybe your whole life people have told you that you're too sensitive or too emotional or too clingy or too much. Because of all that and a million other reasons, we can discount the depth of our sadness, the depth of our grief, the depth of our love. But you are not overreacting. You are reacting exactly right For a long time, I thought that I was overreacting when I was grieving, or that I was broken, or that there was something wrong with me. Because I have always been described as hypersensitive and emotional. I laugh really easily, and I cry really easily. So part of me wondered, how much of this is me being oversensitive, and how much of this is real? And it makes me so sad that I thought that because in reality, a horrible, horrible thing happened. There was a sudden, shocking death. It was traumatic. It was earth shattering. I think acknowledging that it is horrible and that it should have never happened is really important. And the world didn't really give me that for the most part. In fact, I felt a little bit gaslit by the world. Nobody says it as well as Megan Devine in her book, It's Okay That You're Not Okay. She said, You don't need to move on from your grief. You need someone to see your grief, to acknowledge it. You need someone to hold your hands while you stand here in blinking horror, staring at the hole that was your life. Some things cannot be fixed. They can only be carried. I really hope that you have someone in your life to acknowledge your grief for you. And if you don't right now, I'm really sorry. That is so, so isolating. I want to tell you about a little dream I had several years ago. Not too long after my friend died, I had a dream that I was on a stage with like a dozen other people and we were acting out this frantic, manic play. And then there was this huge crash as a body fell from the opera box onto the stage. And before I could even run up to it and see who it was, someone dragged it away within seconds. And then once the body was gone, everyone just continued on frantically running around the stage as if someone didn't just die. And I stood there completely shocked and and yelled at them to stop. Just stop. But no one could hear me. 
And then, moments later, I was sitting on the front steps of a building. And someone just walked up and sat down next to me. And I could tell that they were in my time speed, not the frantic manic one, the slower one. And they didn't say anything, they just sat there. And I rested my head on their shoulder. Then years later, about a year ago, I had another dream. I dreamed that I came upon someone who was sitting on some steps, bent over into their hands and crying, just sobbing. And I sat down next to them, and I put my hand on their back. And it was so weird. It was like the moment I touched them, I could feel their crushing sadness. I understood it with every cell in my body. And I cried with them, and they rested their head on my shoulder. And I want you to know that even if I don't know you, I see you. I see your pain. I feel you. And you are welcome to rest your head on my shoulder. Sending you so much love. Thanks for listening. Friends Missing Friends is produced by me, Hannah Rumsey. Sound engineering is by co-producer Eric Siegling. Original music is also by Eric, featuring The Lost Wayne. Artwork is by Heidi James. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we can cherish and remember the friends we miss. See you next time.